right, welcome to the Eric Lang Show, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking open a cold. <laughs> With all, right. all the boys. Let's get right to all it, all right? Boys. And girls. Let's get right to it. We're four, we got the Eric Lang Show. Welcome, everybody. We got four people here. Let's go around the room and introduce ourselves clockwise. Uh, my name is Eric. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> no, my name is Eric. We're in, we're, go ahead, Paul. Who, who are you? My name is Colt. Okay. Um, that's good. Hey, for thanks. Hey, for hey, for that's good. Thanks. First, <laughs> hey, for you're the first three Pete guest. Three Pete. I feel like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Way less talented. Trying to get your audio levels. They're all fucked up. We've never had four people on the podcast. Rachel. Hello. <laughs> no introduction. Yeah, just don't need one. Rachel. Uh, wow doesn't have a handicap because she's a professional oh, God. and she won't give me any strokes all right so here we go let's get right into it we've got a great show for you today i think what what all right colt here's the thing before you really get into listening to this podcast you got to remember that uh there is a lot of noise What's yeah going on? it sounds so that, like it's, it's catering that are like oh, he's a, oh so okay first a couple things first off uh how long have we slept colt in the last three days uh, well, three hours last night. Mm, was it eight hours zero night the night before? Oh, eight, eight hours eight. The night before, and then, and then zero like the night zero the night before. That. So eleven hours and three days. Three nights. That's eleven divided by three <laughs> times, <laughs> times four divided by five. Yeah, it's not a lot. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> I got a mouthful of soda. Uh, so that's one thing. So we're a little loopy. Also, um, we had a long day. Obviously, out there playing oh, golf. Hey, uh, very. I just ran around the hotel, yeah. one lap out to the street. Around it's, in the uh, cold air, so I could wake up a little bit. He wanted to wake. We, he fell asleep in the car. It was a four-minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we're we're in Scotland, and uh, you know we're a little bit loopy. We had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day that we can't wait to tell you about. Once we kind of backtrack and tell you about everything else, we are in the. Where are we, Rachel? The Pearsland Hotel. Explain. What does it, it mean? Pearson, I don't know John, what it means. Johnny Walker, the golfer, Jimmy Walker, the golfer, <laughs> made whiskey here. Oh, no. I didn't even know that. It's Johnny Walker's grandson's house. Isn't that oh. right? I, yeah. Honestly, I don't know the history but of more, it. Ooh, <laughs> should do. But more importantly, we are how far from the first tee at? Oh, um, a good driver to the first tee of Rotrin. Ooh, oh, so oh. close. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Where should we tee up here? <laughs> we should just get in the back garden or yard, as you guys say, and just... But even more special because you called it a yarden. (laughs) (laughs) I got confused. (laughs) They do meters here. No, no, it's all yards. Okay, so basically, we're here. What are we going to talk about? I think uh, we could talk about golf, probably. Mm, We'll start there. Um, Colt and I landed. We landed on uh, Friday morning. 7.30 a.m., a little late. Yeah, not too much. We were a half hour late, but you know, United's not perfect. And Uh, we were traveling for 14 hours. And we got here, and we were basically like, go ahead, open it. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. Diet Coke yeah. being opened on the deck. Um, and basically, Colt and I were like, uh, what should we do today? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope this isn't garbage. No. Anyway, we, 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 uh, we, we played Royal Troon. Oh, my God. Remember? I do remember that. It wasn't that long ago. That was my first time. It was, uh, it was Colt's first time playing Lynx Golf. Nice. First time playing golf in the UK. Yep. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. he suffered a birdie shutout. But what a course At to start Trim. on. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Um, I, Rachel, obviously, you're a member at Royal Troon. Well, I was, yeah, when I was an amateur. I was a member there for a number of years. Wait, you're not anymore? Um, like, unofficially. Um, I play there quite a lot and get to use the facilities, but no, I'm not uh, an official member at Royal Troon anymore. What is it? What, I mean, 
I'd rather be an unofficial member, to be honest with you. Yeah, you get away with a lot more. <laughs> really? Is that the same as honorary? <laughs> no, I'm not quite. Honorable? Um, yeah, I'm, I get we mention now and again. Yeah, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it there. Um, I grew up there playing as an amateur, and they're just been such a good club to me. And then as soon as I turned professional, um, very, very supportive of what I was trying to do. So, yeah, they continue to support now. That's great. Yeah, they're we a good got, club. We got to talk with... Uh, Steven. Steven, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. He's the uh, Member- membership secretary. director. Secretary, yeah. That was That's great. I remember that moment. And anyway, I mean, Royal Troon was just a really, I think I was shocked by how nice everybody was and welcoming. Yeah, like obviously Royal Troon got a bit of stick uh, when the Open came to Troon because it was. You said it's got a bit of stick? It had, like, it, it got, like a like, club? Like it got it got spanked? No, it just got a little bit of bad press um, okay. because when the whole Muirfield thing was happening, okay. they got kind of tarred with the same brush because they were an all-men's club. Really? But obviously you have the women's club as separate, um, the ladies' club um, at Troon, which I was a member of, but they voted women in during the Open, the one that Henrik won recently. Um yeah, and they just got a little bit because people were considering them like they were like Muirfield, which is not the case. Like they're very welcoming of all females um, at the club, and now they voted women in, and I think they just took on their first member as wow. a female member. Yeah. So let's back up a second here. So uh, Rachel McQueen, mm-hmm. you're, uh, I mean, you you do a lot of things, right? You play competitive golf. Yeah. You play, uh, you play great. You play fun golf. You play great golf. You make golf videos. You have a, you know, golf Instagram following. Yeah. You work at events. You sort of do a bunch of different things. You do media journalism. You're working for a company now. You kind of mm-hmm. deal with marketing and golf. Yeah, I have many hats, <laughs> and I do presenting for like Scottish Golf and like all sorts, and have a column for UK Club Golfer. Like, I do a lot. Like, I just decided, like, when I started doing my social media stuff. I wanted to do everything I possibly could to grow the game. So I just said yes to everything and just met some amazing people and got involved in everything I could. And yeah, it's been a great journey. That's so cool. You know, I think that's why like we get along. It's because I, I have that vibe. I mm-hmm. think I say yes to too many things. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely right. knackered just, like a auto-correct. lot. Autocorrect? Oh, my God. Haber's referring to, well, anyway, longer story. But uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, you, but you also grew up in Troon. Yeah, you I grew, grew up, in, up in this town of yeah. what, ten to fifteen thousand, twelve thousand? Yeah, it's like fifteen thousand. Um, but I didn't start playing golf till I was fourteen. That's that's oh, crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you're seventeen now. No, you're twenty. <laughs> <laughs> twenty-eight. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm twenty-eight. You don't look a day over twenty-seven. Oh, thanks. <laughs> can you give, um, if you don't mind, can you give everybody an idea of how many great golf courses there are in the area here? And I mean, they are so close together, even tee to green. Yeah. It's like the 16-mile stretch, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So if I start in Presswick, you have uh, St. Nicholas, Old Presswick. Then you have Royal Troon, Portland. Then you have Lock Green, Fullerton, Darley, Kilmarnock, Brassy, Western Gales, Glasgow, Galesden, Donald. And they're all just like around each that other. That was uh, 10 courses you just named, maybe? Yeah. In that order or that. not necessarily Well, I went, order. I went from Presswick all the way to, nice. to Irvine. Like I did it in that order. And nice. You have Bogside as well in Irvine, and like, which is like a good golf course. But there's so many. And it's, it takes like how long to drive to the farthest one from, say, uh, this area, from Troon? Like, well, tomorrow we're going to Presswick, and that's probably going to take, take me... 15, 20 minutes, right? Yeah, 15, 
Yeah. I mean, everything's right here. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. You could, you could get a train to all, like you could get a train to, uh, from Presswick to here, play play Presswick in the morning, get a train, play pre- uh, train in the afternoon. Like it's so easy to play golf and I wish I'd started earlier. That's my only regret. Oh, Kamarnet Brassy is another one. I don't think I mentioned that mm. one. I wish I started earlier too. Yeah. You, hey, for when did you start playing golf? Uh, I played when I was little. I'm not getting any of your levels. I, sorry about that. Coming in hot. How's it going? Um, and then I didn't play golf until... I was 16 or something, and I only played for two years, and then stopped, and then somehow lied and told people that I knew how to play golf so I could get a job. <laughs> so That's awesome. So I built clubs, which I didn't know how to build, but I figured it out, and I got a job making clubs in Oregon, and then I got a job as an assistant pro. Really? Yeah. Total just made all that up, and so I could get the job. Wow. Which but I got you, the job. But do you actually need need to know how to play golf to do those things? No, no, not really. It helps, especially with the assistant pro thing. Would you, were you were you terribly deficient? Oh yeah, really? Well, I mean, to a degree. My dad was a big golfer when he was like younger, kind of my age now. Uh, so I knew a little bit, and I played a little bit. Like I played for two years, and I had friends that golfed, but I just I was doing other stuff. So, and then uh, then I quit for years, and then started playing again at like. 25, 26, 27, 28, somewhere. Nice. I'm glad you started playing again. Now I'm 43. You are not 43. I'm not. You said, <laughs> no, you're fucking Baby younger than me. Baby face over there, you do not. <laughs> Hafer and I have, guess what Hafer and I have in common? It's huge. Anyone got a guess? Big if true. Big if Big true. Big if true. No one's going to guess. It's, we have the same birthday. Oh. February 3rd. Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was funny because I already knew this because we celebrate our birthdays and, you know, and then he sent me his, uh, his uh, you know, flyer information to book his flight to come here. And I was like, that's weird. His, his birthday is the same as mine. It must be a glitch. It's <laughs> a glitch. Then I, then I was like, oh, that's right. We have the same birthday. <laughs> um, I just need to go in a little bit more deeper into where we are right now. So we've got a houndstooth carpet. And we've got chairs <laughs> with houndstooth upholstery. And then we've got a carved cherry wood wall with flowers all over it and panels seem to have some type of like melted soldered uh iron window pane like uh, then into like a thick rock wall and then uh there's a probably fireplace is a fireplace Mul- there's multiple there is whiskey all over the place bottles of it it's not just a, a loose whiskey <laughs> on the floor Just puddles <laughs> we're in a dungeon um, but no we're in like a very uh, how would you describe this Rachel what's the word for it oh like five star hotel five like star well maybe four star what would but you it's call nice. it Scottish <laughs> Scottish <laughs> it's very Scottish yeah okay. it's really nice so uh, okay so we've covered a lot so Cole we land we go play Royal Troon boom you're like what's up with Lynx Golf What's up with Lynx Golf, Colt, from a first-time perspective, right? Colt, you know, again, if you don't, or if you aren't aware, Colt's a big <laughs> mid-am guy. Uh, he's great at golf. He dropped five birdies at Western Gales today. He's a, he's a great player. I mean, can you guys Thank both you. attest? You both oh, seen yeah. him play? Yeah, great player. Absolutely. Great you. player. I love your Appreciate swing. It. I love watching it, especially in slow-mo. Ooh, Ooh I do with too. the train. It's great. It's fun. Thanks to you guys. With the, yeah, with the train behind it is nice. Hand, that was hand. cool. But, uh, but, you know, but you've played golf in America and in Hawaii most of your life. So you know wind. Right, I know wind. I know green on greens, which I don't think comes into play here at all. No. Um, but, I mean, I identify myself, you know, with golf as a golfer. My whole life is pretty much centered around golf, jobs, 
school, everything. You worked at Troon in uh, worked Arizona. At Troon. Yep. Worked Not Royal at, Troon. Not ro- but it's funny. It's named after this town. Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah. Because I believe Weisskopf won the Open here at Royal Troon. I think in the 60s. 63, maybe. I'm kind of throwing that out there. We need to get our fact checker on it. So he designed a bunch of, uh, at least a few courses in Scottsdale and uh, named it. Uh, well, there's Troon Country Club, I believe, came first, and then uh, then our course, which was Troon North. Um, anyway, so I identify with golf my whole life, and I've never played Lynx golf. Wow. In Scotland, either, or the UK. That's common for America, though. I mean, it's hard yeah. to get over here. It's true. It's hella expensive. expensive. It's confusing. It's far as fuck if you're on the West Coast. Yeah, it is. And yeah. so you're like, well, and also you have great golf there. Like, you're, It's not like you're like yearning to go... Right, maybe sure. maybe you would yearn to go to St. Andrews, which is actually a different subject I wanted to bring up later about we're playing all these great hidden gems that I haven't ever had a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. So so your experience. Well, it's just it's funny because, uh, again, I identify with it, yet I've never experienced kind of the original form or like the truest form of golf, which would be Lynx. I mean, that's how it started, right? Mm-hmm. So to play Royal Troon, you know, first off was a treat for sure. And what really surprised me is that it just, it was so unassuming. Like, first of all, what I've noticed, every course around this area is unassuming in the best way possible. Like, you're in a little town, you go down these little streets, and then, oh, all of a sudden you're in the uh, the car park, and the pro shop is right there, and the first tee is not too far away. And it's like, you know, most of the courses in America, it's, you know, maybe a gate or at least a long driveway, a huge parking lot. You got to find your way into the clubhouse. You don't even know which way is the entrance. Yeah. Maybe walk around back. Oh, that's the range. Where's the first? Like, it's so spread out. probably a guy who's like uh, kind of making you feel weird. When's your tea time? Who are you with? Exactly. It's so different here. And these are huge. These are open road of courses. A lot of them. And they're all, you know, famous courses. And you can pretty much just walk on there. Yeah. Um. But uh, it was so unassuming also in the sense that the course is just, it looks like it's laid out there for you. Like, it's just, it's so innocent. You know, it's like, yeah, come play. Like, this is a free, like, this is a park. Come play. It's easy. Here's the hole. It's right there. And it is so hard. It is so (laughs) difficult. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, It's like a feral cat. You're like, hey, your kitty, kitty. And then it's like. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Yeah. (laughs) No, but. um, yeah, and it's tough. I mean, it was. It reminded me. We played Beth Page recently, yeah. and uh, you can lose a ball, you know, just a mere feet or inches like off the fairway. Yeah, in even the in the second cut at Beth Page, we were losing balls. Yeah, it, it was here. still three inches, four inches. Right, and here it's like the rough is sort of like you know you've got like these kind of crazy deep bunkers, and then you've got like twelve inches of fescue. Um. So talk about um. Let's talk about actually, Rachel. You, you like. I feel like you might have some interesting. We didn't really talk about this yet, but like, you know, we've got we played a handful of courses already. We played, mm-hmm. I think, four <coughs> in three days. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yep. And um, you know, some have been new, some have been old. And you know, our experience of walking down the fairways of new and old courses has been kind of interesting. And we're and I've been trying to kind of delete the age from it and and try not yeah. to do that, but. And I think actually you really could delete the age and you would still, if you were, if you were aware, if you were acutely aware of, the, of, of, of what golf is, you would, you would be able to tell immediately. Do you think that's true? And do you try to delete the age and what do you care about? Oh, that's a tough one. As um, a local of Troon. As a local, it's obviously, you know, to me, there's only one golf course in Troon. I'm, wow. I'm really biased. Obviously, raw Troon is... Planet Earth. Oh, well. <laughs> um, like Portland's great. It's a great course. I grew up playing on that as well. Um, but 
you know, my favourite golf course in the entire world, which you guys are getting to play, is King's Barnes. And King's Barnes is not that old. Yeah, it's uh, right. 15, 20 years old. Yeah, but you play it and you literally think it's been there for ever. It's fascinating. Like the way it's built, it's just stunning. And you feel like you're by yourself on every single hole. And I just, I always play well there. I just love the experience of it. And no, it's a great, it's a great course so you know you play that kind of course in one hand and you play a course like I played Carnoustie just before the Open I've played quite a few really good golf courses in Scotland I'm fortunate with that so it's it's difficult to not be biased um I had the opposite of what happened with Colt like I grew up playing Lynx golf and then moved to the States mm. and I'd never really seen grain before and I was like putting on these greens in Arkansas and like um, Texas. You were, you were in the south where they have to, yeah. they have like Bermuda. Ah, uh, and I was like, what's this? And I had to hit it higher. Like I'm so used to hitting it low and I didn't think mm-hmm. I hit it that low. And then I was playing with girls in my golf team that are American and they were hitting it so far up, like right. straight up. And I was like, okay, I have to adjust my game for this and change it. Um, but yeah, I was in Texas for two years. We played all over the south. Right. So yeah, I adjust. And so and so, but I guess uh, hey, for how do you you know? I, I guess ultimately, as a group or as an individual or whoever's listening to this, you basically you know, it's one of those one of the things I believe is you know, however many people play golf, that's how many games there are to play. And so, in some sense, the experience of traveling and playing a golf course is kind of like you get to choose. It's like a mall, and you get to choose what stores you want to go into. Right. And so, in some sense, what is important, right? Like, cause, cause here's, um, Rachel saying like, I live here. What's important to me is just my favorite course. And I don't care that it's brand new. Right. And now what are you saying? You've, you've been to Ireland, but you've never been to Scotland. You've traveled a lot. You played a lot of golf. You're very much into the, um, you know, you're very much into the blank of golf. What you fill that in for me? Uh, I'm more into, uh, obviously my, I think your skill determines a lot of your, your perception on golf. Thank you. And. I think was he looking at you? I think <laughs> he was looking at the wall. I think you're I think how well you play this game, especially and it I, it changes obviously for people as they get better, maybe in my case get worse. But for me, I know that I'm not going to go out there and shoot even par. And you know, I'm going to lose a ball or two, and that's fine. Just just a ball or two? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'll stop. Go ahead. Uh, they're on a hole, okay. <laughs> but for me, it's it's kind of the experience of it, and obviously as a photographer, it's kind of the beauty of it, the landscape of it, the art of it, the shapes that you find out there, and then hanging out with people and the whole, the entire feeling. I don't want to use the word the vibe word, but the whole feeling of being out on a golf course with people, and it's not for me. It's I don't go out there to compete half the time I'm going to keep score because I just want to go experience it and you know hit putters from 100 yards and do stuff like that because to me that's fun and really for me at the end of the day the scores are relevant I'm not going to come and play you know Troon and get ejected and be like that's a terrible course because I shot 100 when you say ejected you mean uh just sort of like lose a bunch of balls not like physically faded off her property. Yeah, because yeah, when you said that, I was like, what did you like, do? Yeah, I'm like, like mm. at 16, they just look at me and they're like, nah, we're just going to throw you over yeah. the fence now. We've been like, watching. We're going to dump you into the We've ocean. had you on Pro Tracer for three hours. and We GPS tagged you and yeah. your 
your walk yeah. looks like a warship. You're, you're actually littering. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, for me, it's 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 not so much. It it's bigger than just my experience. It's a lot of things like how did other people interpret the course that I'm with? Because we all have a different perspective on it. And some people, I mean, we will play courses and I'm sure we'll disagree on what's our favorite course. And that to me is endlessly interesting about golf is we can all have a different opinion on the same course and it can be so varied just because of how we perceive the game. Did you, speaking of opinion, you know, um, I don't want to gloss over the last few days of playing Royal Troon uh, and well, I mean, really we played two great courses already. You know, I think that's it. So let's just talk about Western Gales. I mean, I know, like, I know my experience was that of, like, holy shit. Did you have that same experience? I know Colt walked away saying it's my favorite course in the world. I can to Royal Troon. <laughs> what he's saying is he Slow, didn't. evil eye what look at everybody. He can't compare it to Royal Troon because he wasn't here. I was not here. You weren't uh, here. Yeah. Uh, well, well, there's always know. tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can I follow up on the score thing real quick? What are yeah, you yeah, talking about about yeah. score and getting ejected, which I have been ejected <laughs> pretty much every round this trip on either the second or third hole <laughs> saying that i i can say without a doubt every single round of golf as far as i can remember i know what i shot that day yeah. like to to the shot normally i play you know pretty strict like ob you know whatnot for for my score maybe i'll drop it i'll count like the whatever like i'm pretty strict about it and I do not know what I've shot the last four days. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that in more of a good way where it's like it's the only time in my life where I haven't even where I really haven't worried about it, you know, and maybe early on if I birdie the first hole like you did today, Eric, um, Thank you. I kind of get in this mode of thinking about it. Maybe I par the next couple. I'm like, oh, I'm one under through three or even through three or one over through three. And then I get ejected, right? I lose a ball, maybe two balls on the hole, maybe, maybe a royal train. Maybe you make three. 11 on a par four. <laughs> that was Talk, you right about <laughs> we'll come back Thank you. we'll circle back to that no but like and you know normally i would that would really put me in a deep hole that would be hard to come out of and i would still be like okay i'm seven over or whatever through eight whatever like you know that's fine i can get over it but still at the end of the day i know i shot whatever whatever that number was um the last few days i it's kind of you know and i think i told you this eric if i have a big number i'm like Okay, well, don't have to worry about score anymore. And I just did not think about it for the rest of the round. I just kind of focused on either trying to make birdies because I was shut out the first, I think, two rounds. Yeah, made some back today, but uh, birdies and or even good shots. Five, five today. Five today. It what was, was good. the longest putt you made today? You made you made you I made, think like, I made a like a good... twenty twenty five foot. Yeah, that was good. Um, so you know these rounds have been. It, it, there's been so much appreciation for the courses for me this trip, that it's really the focus on on shots. Really trying to make birdies and trying to just make shots, like just getting so much satisfaction out of, you know, playing these creative shots on the ground, which is so cliche, but it is so much fun. Yeah, you like you're you've been really good at that. I've seen you take a little couple seven irons close to the green. Yeah, and sometimes I'll you know uh, today for example on Western Gills hole six par five. There's a huge well, a bit of a slope slash swale on the right comes down towards the green really no reason I had to play like that. I could have easily taken a lobwich, which I normally would have done, especially on a course back home, and just kind of, you know, pop one up there, maybe like a little one-bounce spinner, hopefully within five feet. <laughs> but today, I, you know, so that's where my mind goes at first, and then I go, actually, 
then I'll take out the gapper, the two iron gapper, or like my putter or a four iron. I just kind of choose a club and I'm like, hit the shot. Right. You know, it's that, that's, what's fun to me. Kind of calling myself off and trying to put another shot in there to play. I, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. I just, I, you've <laughs> been playing that. Uh, what is it? Haywood? The Haywood. The, the Haywood. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm just, you're better than me and I support you in that. <laughs> Thank you. No, no you just, don't. I'm no, a, it's not something people have to do. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of all what you want to do, right? Yeah. But I'm terrible, and that's kind of what I do. Yeah. I mean, one because I know I can't execute a golf shot. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't step up to the team and be like, I'm going to hit this to there with that number just, and this ball flight, and just for, know that it's going to go there. It's just, really interesting because we make up a great uh, foursome. Yeah. Of like different demographic, a different mm-hmm. golf experience, different golf values. That's kind of cool. You know, we should be on a show called Forrest Company. Yeah. It's spelled F-O-R-E. Forrest. For. Forrest Company. All right, moving on. Sorry about that. Oh, I was going to say, just to give context, Hafer um, used a putter from 150 yards out today. <laughs> it turned out pretty well. It wasn't that bad. It was actually shot. probably better than I love that play. Like, I'm all day. If I can putt it, I'm putting. Like, yeah. I hate chipping. Like, I'm not confident with a 56 yeah. in my hand. Like, give me a putter all day. Yeah. Like, I'm going for it. That's so interesting because I am not confident with a putter in my hand, even from as close as five feet. You know, oh, no one laughed because I guess it wasn't a joke. <laughs> no, that's just too true <laughs> for all of us. Everyone is close to home. Everyone's like, yeah, tell us more, this. Eric. Let's talk about yeah, this. Let's, let's unpack, unpack it. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. Um, yeah, okay, what else? Should we, uh, it's 25 minutes. Should we, uh, should we start up the Instagram Live and see what's going on? Oh, yeah. Just get a little, a great idea. Just get a little like, conversation going. All right, so while we do that, uh, let's see. Someone uh, throw up a topic while we wait. I've, I've got one. You know, why don't we pause? Why don't we, we'll be right back. Pause that? me. All right, so we went live. Whoa. We went live, and um, how are my headphones working? But no. Oh, that was bizarre. Um, we went live. It was good. It was, a little, it was a little hectic going live on Instagram. Yeah. So let's, um, should we take another break? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, uh, what, let's talk a little bit about, um, bunkers, Ooh. uh, uh, the, <laughs> in <laughs> Afghanistan or in, or in Scotland? Scotland. Them. All right. Bunkers go. Hey, for two minutes. You got, uh, you got out one today, which was pretty impressive. Oh, oh the, uh, uh yeah. the hooded 60 from off the, yeah. Yeah. That was terrifying. That thing yeah. was shot in there with an air cannon. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, you're so you were, Fong. You were luckily not short. You were kind of short-sighted on the green, but the but the ball was in the far side of the bunker with no room. Yeah. You couldn't. You didn't Plucked. have a backswing. And I also went bunker into that bunker from another bunker in the other yeah. side. Yeah. And of you the actually almost course. went into a third bunker, which I think you get an award for, or maybe they kick you off the course. They kick eject. you. That's when they eject you. Yeah. That's ejection. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was a, a tough one. <laughs> you get a, you get a belt. <laughs> you get belted. You get a belt to the ass. <laughs> um, I I've been in a lot of bunkers so far. Yeah. Some went well. Some they're quite soft, so aren't they? The sand—that's <clears throat> the crazy thing here. The sand is very consistent across a lot of the courses, mm-hmm. and it's really fine. Like you'll go to courses in the U.S. and hole by hole, the sand's different. Course. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, the reason why I was said that a, bunkers. Is that a sand joke? Sand joke. <laughs> the reason why I, I put this out there is because bunkers here are actual hazards. How many times oh, are you yeah. in a bunker back home? 
air quotes, uh, in America, and it's not really hazard, especially if you're decent out of the bunker. You can get out of a fairway bunker pretty easily. I mean, with, you know, pretty much whatever club you're going to use anyway. Um, and around the green, the lips are, you know, they're, they're not that steep. Here, I mean, let alone if your backswing or follow-through is impacted by, you know, a uh, layers of sod, basically the, the face or the walls of the bunker. But just to get the ball up and out of it, especially out of the fairway. If you go on a bunker in the fairway, there's not one bunker out there where you can where you have a clean shot to the green. Yeah, you could never hit anything longer than like a pitching wedge at the best. It it if you hit it in a bunker off the tee, it costs you a stroke because yeah. you mm-hmm. can't. I mean, how far can you get out of it? I mean, maybe at most twenty yards. Well, especially at Western, it's a real on like a par five maybe. Mm. On a par five maybe you could still hit the green in regulation. Right, if but you're you, gonna I lose mean, a shot on the field. You, you, yeah, yeah, if it's a shorter part, par five, and you need like a three wood or something like that, or DOD, which we've done a couple times. D O D. Driver you know what the DOD is? Sorry, no. <clears throat> no Spoiler. DOD. It's it's not, not only is it Department of Defense. It's a driver on the deck. Oh, I can't do that. Off or on? Big fan of Department of Defense. <laughs> Just love defending. You know, offense wins games, guys, but driver off the deck wins championships. <laughs> That's why it's um, never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, any other features that you want to discuss, Cole? You know, it's funny to me because because to me it's like um, I don't know. Like I, maybe it's for the same with Rachel. Like you've you've played a lot of it. It's hard to see it as a new thing. It's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. way. I try I try to even be in L.A. and see it with new eyes every time and be like, what is yeah. that about? Why is that? Do you ever find yourself walking through Troon being like, where am I? Um, I not, think not at three in the morning. Just like normal, just normal <laughs> yeah, things. like walking home from an air. Um, no, um, I think I do have that experience um, when the weather is different. But I definitely had that experience when the open was at Trun, and Henrik and Phil were battling out because I was like, "This is a different golf course. Like, I don't know what golf course these guys are playing because those scores were ridiculous. Like, they were playing a different golf course that I've played my entire life. Like." well golfing life it was it was crazy and it was so amazing like to be involved in that atmosphere I, I got lost on my course sometimes like you would just like hear these roars erupting around the course and yeah it was an unreal experience I loved it how uh, how close were you what was your game plan for Sunday um I stayed um until they had like five holes left and then I went home because I'm a bit of a short arse, so I can't see over the crowds. And I didn't want to miss it. I wanted to see every single golf shot they hit. And I just, there was no chance I could do that. So I left and went home and watched it on the TV. How did you even get home? Because you, the walking, it would take you 30 minutes. Oh, my dad picked me up. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. you could drive really close. Yeah, he like, um, he picked me up pretty close. I literally like ran down one of the roads here. Um, and got him to like pick me up and I was like drive like let's go we need to get back home I'm not missing any of these shots so yeah we went really quick but I got um, Padraig Harrington's autograph just before I left because he had to stay obviously being a past champion and it was such a weird experience because I interrupted him playing Candy Crush and I (laughs) so like big Candy Crush yeah huge but like I went up to him and I was like can you sign this for me and he was like yeah two secs so he stood there and finished his game of Candy Crush while I stood there waiting finished it then signed it and I was like you high score and he's like yeah (laughs) and like walked off it was just weird but he was really nice interesting we all we all play games some play golf some play candy crush some do both to deny an autograph because of candy crush he delayed it he didn't deny it yeah he just delayed it i mean i think it's pretty reasonable you know i'm glad to help you just let me let me just take to take care of this 
<laughs> like maybe he gets played to Candy Crush. Get paid to Candy Crush. Ryan Reynolds did. <laughs> but yeah, it was a bit. It was a very surreal thing because I'm like, there's this amazing battle going on on the course and you're stood outside the clubhouse. Oh, you think you should have been watching? Not watching, but like just being a little bit involved, I guess. Like like outside Rotary Clubhouse and you're just standing there playing Candy Crush. I was a bit like, oh, okay. Let's talk about Padraig's uh, new swing. I think he really made a lot of the (laughs) golf world. Colt, stop rubbing the mic with your lips. Uh, Can you hear that? That's that's a shared mic. That's a community mic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's uh, not do that okay so but you know he, he's got this new swing where he where he sort of takes it back uh halfway or a third of the way to the top takes it to p2 if you will mm-hmm. kind of like my swing and then pauses and then takes it to the top and swings what what's going on does that make he's you uncomfortable pr- he, he's protecting his back like he said issues is he not so like like remember when he was doing that like weird follow-through thing where he was like walking it yeah. through like that was to protect his back so i think that that's kind of where hmm. he's going with it uh, maybe to help the turn i i don't know i think it's weird but you know he has a couple of uh well, good for him. take care of the take care of the back take care of the jugs yeah. Hey, speaking of Padraig Harrington, you know he's pretty good at the Happy Gilmore, and somebody amongst us tried that today. Oh, yeah, and that worked out <laughs> real good. <laughs> that was Eric, by the way, everybody. Yeah. yeah. We, uh... <sighs> we kind of had a... It was a, it was a mix of Padraig Harrington's Happy Gilmore skill with Phil Mickelson's freak out at um, Shinnecock. Yeah, it was a bit It was kind of a time. half-baked idea. Eric was very serious about it at first. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see the tape at some point. Yeah. Tried it a second time. Spoiler. Um, also very serious about that one. <laughs> I ran back at it like it was a snake that didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, basically we had a camera set up and the train was going by in the 16th tee. And I was like, I, I wanted, you had three seconds. I wanted to get like the train was coming. I could hear it. All the cameras rolling. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be so cool. We're gonna get a shot of me like swinging with the train going by because I got one of you, Colt. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of great footage today. Mm-hmm. And then like I had probably had a four point five seconds until takeoff. And then I was just like, the little like hooded voice in Manby was like, you should do a happy Gilmore. <laughs> so then I thought about it. and I was like, yeah. I backed it up three feet and I was like, here we go. Missed the ball completely, took a divot like a foot behind the ball. And then I was like, paused for a second. <laughs> paused for a second, filled with embarrassment. I <laughs> fucked up my whole thing. And then I ran back and did it again. And I still and missed. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Except by this time, the ball was on the ground somehow. And pretty much when we watched the tape back, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, it was oh, hilarious. Brilliant. It was really, it was really good. good. And so, in a sense, it was a, it was a great success. It was. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? Just because just you feel like an asshole doesn't mean it was a failure. <laughs> Big learning. <laughs> I thought it was I wish, cool. there, I wish there was some quote about it, like some like brilliant artist who didn't know he was brilliant and did it on accident or something. Uh, there's been a few of those. Yeah. There was a guy in, um, I can't remember his name, uh, Roger Darger. Um, Darger. Henry Darger was an artist in uh, Chicago who was a janitor. And he made mm-hmm. a bunch of paintings on uh, paper bags from the grocery store. And he would—he was very—he didn't have much skill at drawing, so he would cut out and enlarge photos of humans from like magazines, and then he would trace those onto the paper, onto the paper bags, and then paint over those. And he stored them all in his trunk for like twelve years, and then he died, and someone found him, and they're like, "This is art. These are works of art." And then he became obviously dead, but he was very famous. Really? Posthumously, mm. yeah, Henry Darger. Wow, that is incredible. He was also very, he created an entire mythology in a 13,000-page book about all the paintings and everything. It's really oh. nuts. So that guy's oh. brilliant. Uh, he's brilliant, but he's also a bit 
there was something wrong, like something he didn't. He, well, people described him as strange, but he, mm -hmm. a lot of the paintings were like genderless or gender mixed. I mean, so, but I mean, I guess now, like, like when I was learning about him, it was like 15, 20 years ago, but now you would be like, oh yeah, maybe he was just transgender and didn't know it. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's talk about transgenders in golf. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us know any, <laughs> where to start. That was a joke. I know. Uh, but, but <laughs> I was surprised. Um, now nah, let's move on. What else? We play a lot of golf. I mean, you know. I think we're just tired. Let's uh, let's let's throw it down. Any any other last subjects you want to bring up? What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow is Prestwick. We're playing routine off in eleven and a half hours, and um, we don't know our game yet. You know, I'm maybe just, maybe we yeah. just Ooh. award score for whoever's the happiest on each hole. Should whoever we do the makes Charm it there on time gets like to take five shots off their score. Five shots. Well, we're screwed. <laughs> Should we do the uh, Tommy Chong way? Rate only score your good shots. Whoever yeah. hits the most amount of good shots. Like I had a three today. What is that was great. <laughs> you only hit three good shots? No, no, I'm saying Tommy did. That was his example. Oh, right. I didn't listen to that one. So <laughs> you only count your good shots. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't like that game. You don't want to. How about you only count your, your difficult shots? <laughs> how about I only count the shots? Never mind. Balls lost? High score wins. <laughs> Balls now lost. Now we're talking. You get, you, what does that mean? You get. The winner has the most balls lost. Yeah. No, I feel like I could just no. dump a dozen. You just off take the all ball. the vice. I would love to watch that actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take pleasure. I'd let you win in that case. All right, cool. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on this late night whiskey room wooden walled Scottish podcast. The first we're actually going to record one tomorrow with the head pro at uh, Presswick. Presswick. There's only uh, been how many head pros at Presswick? Seven. I'm not sure, but seven. he's a good seven. friend of mine. He's a really nice guy. Seven head pros in 500 years, which is like I don't understand <laughs> the math. That, but uh, it's crazy. It's very old. And he's my old coach. Yes, really. Mm -hmm. That's great. So we're going to meet him at 10:40 a.m. We're going to record a podcast with him and do a serious interview. Just kidding. It'll be, uh, no, it'll be serious. And then, um, and then we're going to play. And then we're going to go play Nine Holes at Barassi. And then we're going to do a little meetup at the um, Red, Red Lion Inn. And then we got a two hour drive. And then we got to check into the hotel, wake up in the morning, and play golf at 8 30. Whoa, I just got tired. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Monday. And, um, yeah, check out Rachel McQueen on Instagram at R A C H M C Q U E E N. Yep, you got oh, it. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> hey for obviously Hey Life. If you don't know him, do you, you really suck. know anyone? Exactly. Colt, don't follow Colt. I recently blocked him. <laughs> C O L T K N E D L E R. Hey Life is H A F E underscore life. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's just keep moving on, right? Keep moving. Let's keep advancing that ball. That was really the experience today of making the eleven on the par four. Like it was just like, <laughs> it was just like, uh, someone posted a quote that was like, "Whatever you do, don't stop hitting the ball." And I was like, just "Like I'm not gonna give up on this hole because the ball's right here, and the hole is right there." And it was kind of an enlightening experience. Like I, I was kind of like experiencing feelings that I had never felt before. Like super awake, super like interested, but non-emotional. It was very, it was, I haven't really experienced anything like that on a golf course. It was an interesting experience because from our perspective, I was uh, towards the front of the green. You were off the back. You're like 80 feet away from me. Hafe, yeah, Hafe was close to you. And after uh, after a few swings, I mean, I fully expected you to yeah. walk off. 
And <laughs> is that because that's something I would do? Have you seen me do that? Because I mean, I feel like I would have done that. Yeah, just I mean, give up. pick yeah. up, give like, up. Like, yeah, just, yeah, I've seen yeah. you pick up. I mean, not not like uh, take maybe a double, closer to the hole. Unquote. Yeah, like if you miss a ten footer or whatever, like yeah, you know, wherever that goes, like you may pick up. Right? Yeah, but. After a few shots, I thought you, maybe you'd pick up. I definitely thought you were angry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I probably seemed like angry because I was just being quiet. Yeah. Uh, you kind of did. I mean, because you were, yeah, you were really quiet. But then, because usually when you get angry, it's quick. And then it's like, all right, I'm over this. And yeah, then, yeah. I can't handle it. But you kept going with it, which was like. That was Where like he's going to explode and, <laughs> and take then, his and clothes then, off and run onto the beach. <laughs> and then he, I think the like absurdity of y'all hit him and he was like. I just got to laugh at it. It became really funny all of a sudden. Yeah, because well, re- the ball did go backward. At yeah, one it went point. backwards. Yeah. At one point, and then at that, that point, you were like, well, I got out of it. <laughs> I got out of it. Yeah. Dave and I were exchanging glances at each other like, should we laugh or not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you're, I don't know, just, for me, it was a cool experience that encouraged me to look at what can I just continue doing in golf and not basically give up. You know, what was uh, the coolest part from my perspective was, you know, uh, after, you know, it went backwards, then you, you kind of reset, you hit, a, you hit a chip up onto the green, and it rolled over the green by maybe 10, 15 yards or so. And at that point, I believe pretty much everybody was done with the hole. Yeah, most so of them were on the next point, day. At that point, I was like, okay, he got out of there. Like, he's, he's done. And you walked across, you took the time with your caddy, you walked across the green, down the front the front of the green uh, to your ball, and you set up, and it. that's kind of when you actually started explaining to it, because I did not expect you to hit that next shot. As I shot. passed you, because that was the first time yeah. I saw you. That, that is, I did not expect you to hit that next shot, and I was really like proud or happy or whatever oh, it was to see you uh, go in on that and hit that next shot. That's the moment. Hayford just showed us a photo. Oh, that's that's the moment. Of that. That is a that's really cool. good photo. So you, cool. you're right. It really turned into a cool experience. It really was. Like I wasn't. I would never have expected making an 11 on a par four was well, the highlight of the day. Yeah, it was one of because I started off with a birdie. Wait, and that, that is true. When you actually kind of advanced it forward, didn't it roll? <laughs> sorry, didn't it roll <laughs> off the green though? Yeah, it wasn't even a bad shot. But I hit my 56. I should have hit my 60. <laughs> it always goes back to the 60. <laughs> but I, but I had uh, that was the club I had in my hand, and that was probably a whatever. But. Yeah, yeah, it just so but it just. That, but at that point, were you so like whatever that it, you just you didn't care that it rolled? It didn't off. seem no. I, I mean, it didn't seem like that to me. At oh, least. I know why it rolled off. I hit. I didn't hit it right. I mean, I hit. It, I gave it a little too much gas, and it, the the green slopes back to front, and I was behind the green. <laughs> so it just would. Of course, it would roll off. The funny thing is, I didn't find my ball, and we dropped. Oh yeah, and you hit a great, hit a great chip shot from back there, and I could have easily made par right there. Yeah, and then and right I, when it was you marked range. it, he marked it was a gimme. It was a three footer, yeah. and I chipped it from 40, 30 yards, maybe 20, yeah. 25 yards. And right as we like were about to leave and go putt that, John Joseph the caddy was like, "Found your ball," and I was like, "Great, let's play that." <laughs> I was like, "Great, let's take gimme it, gimme it." You know what I mean? And it was, and I got it. Yeah, sure <laughs> I got it about seven more times. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, like, you know what? I want to play this hole two more times from this point. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Fu- I don't know why it was so fun. I, I think you know, but you've heard me say like I like my favorite part of golf is the difficult shots, the small windows, you know, the kind of impossible stuff. Hitting an eight iron really, really far. Right, it's like the only trick shot I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you did it. it. That was today. I want to say it was at Dundonald where you're like, 
I was kind of salty at that point. Was it yesterday or no? It was yesterday. Bill Donald was his no. Point. It was yes. No, no. But this was at uh, Robert the Bruce yesterday oh, at yeah. uh, Turnberry. Yeah. Um. So there's uh, one part three. I was a little salty. I was missing some short putts and yeah, hadn't yeah. made a birdie yet. And uh, it was getting to me a little bit. And we go to this part three. Wind into us one seventy maybe or something. It is was this uh, twelve. Uh, no, is this which hole? I, I can't. I can't remember on the front nine. I, I do not know. Okay. Answer, but. Were you, were you uh, it wasn't you were an eight-iron right? hole. You were there. Okay, yeah. okay, eight-iron. No, it wasn't an eight-iron hole. Oh, I remember this hole now. Yeah, I yeah. hit, I pull six. Yeah. I hit it. A, we, I think we hit it about the same distance. About. Um. Okay, maybe. No, you hit a little no, further. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I think we hit it about the same distance anyway, and I pull six, and you pull, and you turn to me, and you go, you think I can get an eight-iron there? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was just like so angry already, just from other outside <laughs> things. I was like, no chance. And you got it there, dude. You hit a solid it shot. Was it was nasty. crazy. I was like. All right, that has a chance. That was, was like, wow. that was like the last hole we actually played. Mm-hmm. And then we started skipping holes. Yeah, Robert the Bruce was a bit of a skipper. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? It's, yeah, it's, di- it's difficult when you've got such an amazing golf course next door. You yeah, know, it's, it's true. It's, yeah. We took one for the team playing Robert the Bruce yesterday. <laughs> you said um, you said the Elsa course you've played, was that recently? Yeah, so I played it just before it closed. Before the changes were made, and then I played it recently, like, ooh, I want to say, like, three months ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Two months ago? Um, and it's, I wanted to hate it, because how do you change an open sure. championship course? And, you know, it has so much history and right. all this. Um, but I loved it. It was so good. Cool. Um, yeah, there's some amazing ho- uh, holes, like, out near the lighthouse is mm-hmm. just fantastic. The changes that he made there, have, yeah, they've done a, a good job. It's hey, hard not you showed to. us some pictures and it did look uh, pretty sweet. So yeah. Anyway, next next year when we do our uh, three week, mm-hmm. uh, maybe thirty course tour of Scotland, <laughs> yeah. we can include that one. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you guys come back, I'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I want to do I want to do a Scotland tour of just like down and dirty nasties. Whoa! Ooh, that <laughs> you <know>? was <laughs> golf, like, like golf, castles, golf, castles, castles. No, like cool. like just like golf courses with no pro shop. Yeah, Ooh, no. Okay. Uh, fully oh, yeah. in. Yeah. You know, golf courses no pro shop. Golf courses that are five hours away from a gas station or something. Golf courses that are. Brewery. Yeah. Like, that no. have like the honesty box. Like, yeah. Where you like oh, yeah. put in like there's there's a few courses like that in Aden mm. that are just so. Really? Yeah. The aisle. Yeah. And it's so cool. And you just literally just like put some money in and then yeah. off you go. We've been, t- we've been told to go over there. And I mean. Yeah. And we I'm were, surprised not. My original, list. you know, when we went to Isle of Man this year, Cole, we were going to instead. Do you know this? No. We weren't going to go to Isle of Man. Isle of Man heard, got I, switched out at the last second because of like multiple little things that were happening mm-hmm. that made logistically it much easier. But we were originally going to go down and do a tour of nines and twelves around Aaron and Macrahanish. And oh. we were literally going to land in Glasgow. We had a route. Stuart and I already made a route, and it was like 12 courses in three days. Wow. And, and it was all like nines and twelves, like nine holders, twelve holders, and we were just gonna literally get in a car and go over like a three-hour drive over a bridge, crash at a pub, whatever. You know what I mean? And just like, and that was the plan. And then I don't remember why we switched it to Isle of Man. I think I think Isle of Man offered us a little support as far as like lodging and food and sure. stuff, which was helpful. You know, obviously mm-hmm. we're just trying to spend as little as possible, but um, but yeah, that's something we've we've set up. So. That that sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Be fun, yeah. right? Like Macrahanish is. Oh. Oh. Yeah. We were talking about it That'd today because cool. I was like, we si- I was telling Colt like, over there is Macrahanish, but to get there you have to yeah. like, 
go four hour drives like you have to go all the way around yeah um but it's such a fantastic golf course one of the um i think one of the cool things we didn't discuss today was that um you know here we are four people mm -hmm. um we all obviously met through most more or less well i think hey for how did you and i meet through akbar i guess, I guess. how did you and akbar meet through instagram mm -hmm. so we've all met through instagram yeah. yeah right and today we had three other people come out and play with us uh, that none of us knew prior to today. More like you didn't really meet Graham before, but you knew him or of him. Yeah, I but, uh, Graham, Stefan, and Joseph came out. Joseph was a caddy at Western mm -hmm. Gales. Reached yeah. out via Instagram and said, "I'd love to loop if you guys are around." Stefan hit us up and said, "I'm a member at mm -hmm. Western Gales. Love to play with you. 26 year old doctor." Lived oh, he in Dornick was lovely. For years. Such a great yeah, guy. Great guys. Really nice. um, Graham came out. He's like a a golf vlogger i think is that right um yeah he does videos and he also he's more into his photography though he right. does a lot for his club he does uh cub golf c-u-b-g-o-l-f he brought his camera out today he brought mm -hmm. his camera and took some photos and it was just a fun experience and and you know he was really he brought a a pair of five pound notes oh, yeah one had the jack nicholas photo from the from the open mm -hmm. and the other had the Ryder cup logo yeah. that's from glenn um, eagles 2014 yeah on the mm -hmm. money that was yeah. very that was cool sick. and nice of him. Um, but that was a cool experience, I thought. You know, it yeah. really made it fun. And Rachel came out and walked for a bit, which was cool. Yeah. yeah. In the rain. I caught you guys in the back nine. That's got, great. Got wet. It was great. just such a fun, <laughs> yeah, like, open great. experience, you know? Yeah. No, I liked it, was. it. And what's funny is, is, here's what's kind of funny. We were told, more or less, we couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, we were told, we can't do this, we can't do that. And what's funny is, we did it. Mm -hmm. They allowed us to do it, and we did it. And I think what's kind of funny about golf in a bigger way, when you step back from it, you're like, <clears throat> why the fuck couldn't we just do that? Mm -hmm. He says members can play Western, Western Gales as fives and eights and things like that, which I get. I don't know. I just, I wish there was a way to be like, yo, if there's no teams behind us, yeah. why don't we just be two foursomes and just play as an eightsome quick? I'm kind of a great believer in like, do it until someone says no. <laughs> great um, so me too like when it comes to golf courses like that like why not like if there's no one there and the course is dead then play an eight ball like yeah. go out there enjoy yourself and play with as many people eight, as possible eight ball has a different definition in America oh, but you know, sorry. Yeah. You, anyway. know, you know what eight ball is mm, drugs measurement of cocaine but um, moving on okay anyway <laughs> moving on back to royal tree <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like it's um, it's a shame that you can't do that in some golf courses yeah. I get it for pace of play and all that but like yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, pace of play at Royal Troon was impressive. Yo, we were... A twosome in between two four balls, and we were hustling. Yeah. The group behind us was on us, and the group in front of us uh, was, you know... We, oh, the never, members, yes. we never waited on them. Nope. Yeah. The members don't mess around at Royal Troon. They they're, like, they're like, and they were, they were beautiful people, too. And they were mm -hmm. so walking. nice, so welcoming. Yeah. The group behind us saw us kind of whip the cameras out and just asked us about it, you know, out of curiosity. What's it for? Is it for team. YouTube? What are you doing? Where are you from? Yeah. That's happened um, a few times. We had a great yeah. conversation yeah. with them, and they really, really, really enjoyed us being out there, so that was nice. That I would say in, so the, <laughs> in the two and a half days that we've been here, there's been a dozen people who have just straight up walked up to us and just said, where are you guys from? What are you doing? How are you liking it? What's next? Breakfast, dinner, you know, a yeah. lot of meals people walk up to you, and we yeah. think, uh, at least I do, that they're going to come up and say, like, Oh, you guys are kind of being loud, or yeah, you no, know, totally. stop swearing, or something. Totally. I totally thought and, that. And and they're like, "Oh, why are you here?" And it turns into this five ten minute conversation, and it's it's lovely. Yeah. Is that like a preconception that you had coming here? That... No, no, not a preconception of Scottish people. It's a what happens. I would say mostly. I mean, you know, 
where I've lived in America. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the the f- much more friendly here. I think I'd say it's not negative in America at all, but mm-hmm. very friendly people here. I wonder why that is. Because I, I mean, I experienced that too. I experienced the most friendly people in the world live in Scotland. Mm-hmm. You know? That makes me so proud and to be Scottish. I'm like, yes, yeah. we're great awesome. sense of humor too. Everybody's oh, like got sarcastic. a great sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like dry. they love They're just kind of yeah, throwing out like a little chide, like remark. You know, mm. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, we had a lot of that when we played Archer Field. Like, yeah. I didn't know if I took it too far. I was like, am I being mean or am I being funny? Like, no. I'm not so, so sure. I'm used to it, Stuart, obviously. Yeah. It's Glaswegian. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to Stuart coming out, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, just a week now. Maybe a little less. Yeah, somewhere around there. I'm good. I'm going to miss him. Yeah, you're kind of a jerk, but, you know, it's okay. Wow. <laughs> I have to go back to work. That was me being Scottish. Like, yeah. Dry wit. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Taps it right back in for par. Um, yeah, well, we're looking forward to it, everybody. You know, get to Scotland when you can. Make sure you do it. Make sure you set it up and have fun. Play the whole through, but don't care. And take some photos. And don't give anyone any strokes, as per Rachel's advice. Yeah. And Colt, what's your advice? Wait. I like I like what you said there, which is play the whole through. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna really I'm gonna really do that from now on. Yeah. And just see what happens. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you don't play it through, you're kind of cheating yourself of the experience. 100%. Yeah. And I'm realizing that all my life has been wasted up until this point. Do you like... Question for, question, <laughs> question for everybody. Uh, do you like, I enjoy tapping the ball in or, like, making the putt? I like holding out. Yeah, me too. I really, very rarely will I pick it up. Maybe if I'm far behind and I'm, like, making a six or something. And like I said, I wasn't really playing for score. I haven't been focusing on score this week anyway, so it's been a little easier for me to kind of mm-hmm. like pick up a short one or something. And if somebody gives it to me, yeah, I mean, sure, I'll take yeah. it. If somebody like throws me the ball. Yeah. But I like holding out. I've noticed that's a thing with competitive golfers. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. My brother-in-law was a really good golfer and used to play competitive golf. He will put out everything. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy, I like somebody, like, I mean, Eric, you, you tell me all the time, you're like, yeah, it's good. And I'm just like, thank you. And I go up and I like to have it in. <laughs> I just <laughs> like you. doing that. Yeah, I do that all the time. I, I just say I do that half the time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying Sometimes you do, I you tap do it in. Some, no, I just say so oh. on the reverse. Like someone will be like, that's sure. good. And I'm like, I just want to, I just want to hear it. Yeah. I just want to yeah. feel it. Totally. Yeah. But someone, gonna... that was the question on the podcast once. Someone was like, I want to put everything out, but I don't want to be oh, a right, dick. Right, right. Yeah. And I was like, well, you don't. You don't need to be like, don't give me a gimme. Just be like, thank you and just put it in. Exactly. Yeah, and just don't be, don't take a long time. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna try and not get competitive tomorrow, but just be prepared to hold everything. Like, there's, there's no try. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna try really hard. It's just really difficult. I'm just a competitive person. I like to win. I like, yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta figure out the game first, but maybe yeah, we'll, we do. Maybe we'll do that in the morning. But I feel as if like a team thing might be quite nice. So like, even if we did like front nine team and then like back nine. Let's go to war. <laughs> Metal match play exhibition. Did you, say, did you just say let's go to war? Yeah. I mean the Celtic Rangers People game die was in war. Yeah, well, mm, I'm a little week. freaked out. Now. <laughs> 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 Favor's a little worried. Sorry. Oh, you're you, gonna like the bunkers at Presswick. Oh yeah, I'll I'll hit them. I'll be <laughs> yeah. in every single one on every. Have hole. you ever counted the layers of sod? And if you have, what are the most layers of sod in a bunker you've ever seen? Oh, my God. I've never done that. But at Presswick, they do uh, railway sleepers on their bunkers. Mm. So, like, you know what a railway sleeper is. So they have that in the face is of their a, bunkers. A piece of wood? I think we call it railroad yeah. ties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's what some of their bunkers have. 
in the oh. face as railway sleepers. So they're fun. Um, yeah, no, I've been in the Hell Bunker before, which is in St. Andrews. And it's, yeah, it, I can't see out of it. On 17? No. No, that's a road hole bunker. It's on 15, 15. par 5. Um, yeah, so I've been in there. I've made par from there, up against the face. I was well chuffed for myself. Um, St- still are. Yeah, obviously, like I tell everyone, I'm like, I made par from the hell bunker. Yeah. Don't think you know. Yeah. Um, my parents were there and they watched it as well. And they're Aww, not golfers. So, cool. like, that was a really cool moment. Because um, they saw me in the bunker and they were like, oh dear God, here they're we like, go again. They're like, is it easier from the sand? <laughs> Meanwhile, when you were a baby, they had no idea you'd make par from the hell bunker. I know, right? Where your parents aren't golfers? No, my parents aren't golfers. Like, they, they, um, they came and watched like a number of my tournaments, but they're not golfers now. And the- you got into golf pretty late. Yeah, I got into golf when I was 14. My grandpa was a golfer, uh, um, but the Open came to Trun in 2004, and that's what got me into golf. And then I became addicted and played it all the time, and I th- I was off scratch by the time I was 18. <laughs> wow, that's funny. That's really good. I <laughs> but I literally was, was, like, always... <laughs> I was always scratch you. <laughs> yeah, like, um, my grades at school did not... They weren't so hot in my final year because I was on the golf course a lot stay in school kids <laughs> no <laughs> or play no. for school <laughs> no no <laughs> no but yeah it was right. it's been a great experience but yeah my parents don't play but they still they support me and well, they love me let's get them out there maybe they should come play tomorrow Do they want to oh my mum would they... so come Morag would be all about it she should loves she, wa- she, she loves walking that name is epic yeah Morag <laughs> Morag McQueen. Oh, ac- actually. Morag McQueen. Actually, I, he, here's a funny story. What? Here we go. So they asked yeah, me what the away. name of my putter was. Jamie asked him today. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's Morag. Seriously? Yeah. We what? named her Morag. Because we were going through traditional Scottish names, and I'm like, Morag. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I'll tell Wait, her. But you said that without knowing. Without knowing. Exactly. Joseph, yes. the caddy, suggested a few names. Uh, yeah. Jamie. Jamie and I were talking, yeah. Jamie, Jamie Darling, he said, our fixer, our f- the man, the man, yeah. the man who made so it all So we happen. were talking, and he's like, ah, because we were talking about family names, and when we named our mm-hmm. daughter, and we couldn't, because my family names are like Agnes, and somehow it evolved, and we're like, whoa, so did you name the putter? And I'm like, no, and then we rattled through a bunch of, and we came up with more. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell my mom that you named it after her, though. I like, am, yeah. I am. <laughs> I tell her that. That's exactly why. Yeah, I did it. she caddied for me before, um, at Royal Drin. And the first hole, we're walking up, and I'm playing with a Curtis Cup player. And she turns to the Curtis Cup player and goes, any nice par threes on this golf course? And I was mortified. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Morag just pushed the, the, the clubs. Like, let's oh, go. That's like, so good. She yeah. should definitely come tomorrow, at yeah, least for she, a couple holes in the back. She may come. I'll get her to come to Kamara Brassi. She'll Great. come walk with us. Fantastic. So in closing, I want to thank you all for your time. Uh, hey, for everybody, uh, we owe him... A cheers, a round of applause, a moment of gratitude. We wouldn't be here without him. Thank you. Aww. It was his idea to submit to the submit uh, submit to the pressures of life. No, submit to the. Uh, uh, no talent ad, when I see it, Eric. Add online. Um, and we're just uh, connect the dots. We wouldn't be here without him. So, everybody, bow your heads. No I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks, guys, for joining. Bye. 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 Bye.